views and opinions in the following program do not necessarily reflect those of TAP Detroit or its affiliates. Please listen carefully. The following program has been formatted for your mind. TAP Detroit. Yeah. TAP Detroit. I think I've done that every time since I've started this show. Yeah, that's been about 18 years or so, and we've been doing TAP Detroit now. A minute. A minute or two. Welcome to Detroit Ride again on a Tuesday during the summer from Detroit. TapDetroit.com. I am Chris. Chris Dellis, your host, hopefully your friend. In our hot, sweaty studio. In our hot, little bit sweaty studio, but we got fans and dogs breathing on us. It's not so bad. I have a ice water. I, got pizza I have a Minute Maid. I have a couple bottles of Sobieski that my friends brought me. <laughs> Those should keep me cool. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. We have a lot of Detroit music to play for you tonight. Brand new stuff from 2017 that our good friend sent us. Wonderful stuff from punk rock to heavy metal to reggae, uh, power pop. You name it, we got it from Detroit. We'll fill up the show with a bunch of music that I guarantee you'll love. We'll give the trivia answer to the Detroit Tigers. The trivia question was, after trailing 2-1 to one in Game 1 of the 1984 World Series versus the Padres, this Detroit Tiger put us ahead with a two-run home run in the fifth. We'll answer that after this first set. This first set is going to wake us all up. We're going to start with a Detroit punk band called Detroit 442. They've been around for a long time, and we're going to get it started right now. Detroit Riot, tapdetroit.com. This is Detroit 442. Go, man.
some live, some dies You would hold up, loose up on your mind Misguide, lose you in the hype Lies be good with a lot of signs Not free your mind, the truth is divine So live your life, fight back with the mind Brothers and sisters of the soul unite Straight from the matter that my come take control Go straight blue, we shoot in the moon Truth is new change, maybe on another name Different color in the hell and eyes really change Skulls and bones beyond flesh and bones Take your jumps and I'ma kick on your own Part time you fool the dragon down Hold on Rasta, then I stand your ground Yeah, man. That was my fault. No worries. Back to <laughs> it. I cut off the uh, end of their uh, the, Yeah, you the cut off the jibberabba between the stribberabba. I did. I just cut it. And here we go again with the process. Live radio, kids. Yeah, man. Hold on. Let me get hey, this. Hey, this, the, this machinery right. is put together with duct tape and razor wire. Back to the process, Detroit Riot, tapdetroit.com. Yeah, man.
Hey, that is Detroit's own, Metro Detroit's own, one of our very best reggae bands called The Process. song is called The Fire is Burning. It's from a new CD by that band called Who Is That Mad Mad Band CD. It's written by a friend of mine named David Asher and his buddy Garen Owen uh, with some uh, musicians that they play with, Lord Chemo, formerly the MC of the Asian Dub Foundation. He toasts in the middle of the track. The track has also been remixed by legendary dub producer The Scientist, which is a pretty big deal for the dub community. Congratulations, David Asher and The Process, and you can catch The Process in and around Metro Detroit and the Flint area, Genesee County, live. Before that, we played... Detroit's Heavy Metal, Devil in a White Dress by Artificial Agent. This was recorded in 2017. The song, uh, Derek Zenja is the lead singer. He's a friend of mine, a personal friend. He's a character. He's a great guy. He's a great stage um, front man as well in the band Artificial Agent. And Derek told me the song is about that one girl that made you do insane things in your life that you wouldn't normally do. All of them? If you thought with your brain and not something else. (laughs) Which my response to him, Owen, was exactly all of them. He's still very young. Derek tells us that that song goes over very well at live gigs. Uh, Artificial Agent currently is opening for bands like Alice Cooper, uh, Striper, Ace Frehley. Recently, they opened for a great uh, band that I love, uh, Eagles of Death Metal, and they also play for uh, 80s-type bands like Rat. Artificial Agent, Devil in a White Dress on Detroit Riot, tapdetroit.com, and we started off the set with some Detroit recent and relevant hardcore punk rock. The band is Detroit 442. The song is called Dance, Dance, Dance. It was just released uh, this year, a couple months ago. The lead singer of the band has been around the Detroit punk community, Lacey Sterling, for a long time. He used to sing for a band called Son of Sam back when I used to sing for a band. Neither of our bands were very good back then. Son of Sam had great haircuts, great mocots. Um, their hair was really spiky. What did, I think we used to use glue back then to make our hair spike that high. Regardless... The current band, Detroit 442, uh, tours the world. I think they just came back from Germany, Europe. And that song is on a recent uh, two-song CD, Dance, Dance, Dance. Lacey told me that the song was originally uh, written in Torino, Italy, about some crazy girl who was at one of their gigs, and she kept yelling, Dance, Dance, Dance. Lacey says, I think it was the only English that she knew. The band went on at 3 o'clock a.m. to a crowd of about 400 people who were just getting warmed up. That is how European crowds hang out. I've been there many times. It's a gas. You don't have to start at 9 and get off at 10.30. Uh, 442 actually sold out. The first pressing of the first two weeks of that CD's release. The song will be out on their next LP. Coming out later this year again, that is Dance, Dance, Dance by Detroit's Punk Rock, Detroit 442. Detroit Trivia, every day, every day on Facebook, on my own Facebook page, which is S. Chris Dilopoulos. I'll let you figure out how to spell that Irish name. 
we do a Tiger Trivia question. And today, with a little marketing genius, I did not answer the question. Hoping that people would tune into the show. Whatever it takes, Olin. Tiger Trivia. Gotta uh, give them the hook. uh, T-shirts, the hook. That's it. That's the word I was looking for, the hook. There has to be. There has to be a hook. Why are you listening to this? Why are you listening to this show? Right. What what makes you want to listen to this? The music might goes from here to there. Maybe you just wish it was all here or there, and it's not. So here here's the hook. <laughs> <laughs> the answer to the question of... I'll repeat the question. Hold on. Let me find it in my notes. The trivia question for the Detroit Tigers today was, after trailing 2-1 to one in Game 1 of the 1984 World Series versus the Padres, this Detroit Tiger put us, head, put us ahead with a two-run home run in the fifth inning. Who is he? Lou Whitaker. Lou Whitaker. People have answered Lou Whitaker. Let me give you uh, some of our friends' answers just to let you know. Daryl Strawberry. I'll give you Daryl Strawberry. <laughs> you sound like Willie Wilson, another DJ that I know that whenever I post these on Facebook, he gives me a Three Stooges answer. <laughs> We've got, uh, here's the guesses, Marty Castillo, Daryl Evans, Kirk Gibson. I forgot about Daryl Evans. Uh, Chet Lemon, uh, Trammell, and then there's a few more. A couple people got it right. I'm trying to find out who got it right first. Frank, uh, Frank does listen to the show, so I'm glad you got it right. Frank Garstella listens to Detroit Riot. I hope you're listening live, Frank. You can call in if you want at 313-429-0801 and claim your T-shirt. But Frank Garstella got it right, and the answer is Larry Herndon. Yay! Yeah, man. Wait, hold on. Let's do this the right way. There you go. You think about the old Tigers and... Who? <laughs> <laughs> no, man. I can still remember those guys because I was young enough and I still lived with my dad. When the Tigers won the 84 World Series, I drove downtown after the game. I watched the game on TV with my dad. There were only two things that we had in common at that time. Uh, generation gap, right? It was the Detroit Tigers and watching Benny Hill on Channel 50 at 11 p.m. <laughs> Because once in a while, you could catch a nipple on Benny Hill. I'm not lying. Honest to God. (laughs) The old man loved me, though. God bless him. Because when I took off to drive downtown, he came out to the front porch and he yelled out. This is the closest he came to saying, I love you, son. He came out on the front porch and he said, be careful down there. That was it. Because he knew what you were into. <laughs> it was the, that that too. Uh, someone did try to steal my leather jacket that night. They never got it. Most of the folks down there were very nice people. Most of Detroit is very nice people. If you've heard otherwise, you've heard wrong. Okay, Chloe's in here tonight. I disagree with that. I don't think... <laughs> you don't think most of Detroit is nice people, or you don't think they heard wrong? Which I don't one? think I'm a nice person. Oh, well, you're a nice person. You, you, you say that. You sound like Artie Lang sometimes maybe, right. when you're on the radio with me. Artie Lang always used to say that to Howard Stern. I'm not a nice person, Howard. I'm not a nice person. Man, Artie Lang. What a fall from grace. Do 
you know when I already tried to kill himself, he actually stabbed himself nine times. And uh, that's some. That's some. Um, think about that. That's some. Uh, yeah, that's. You're you're not trying at that point. You're doing and failing, <laughs> and failing miserably <laughs> nine I, times. That's some dedication to your own death, right? Uh, and Frank is listening. He, he says, "I am listening, Chris. Thanks for the T-shirt, bro. I'll wear it with pride." Thank you, Frank Paisan. Thanks for listening, buddy. Um, Artie, another Italian, great, great, great New Jersey Italian. The poor guy. Three of those wounds actually hit organs. The other six just kind of, you know, pierced the flesh. Well, let's say he 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 was fat, so it did. No, well, you got a, you got a point. <laughs> it was all in the fat. Yeah, you got a point, man. I hate to think of it that way, but if it was you or me with a big old, I guess it was one of his mom's big old steak knives. If it was you or me, nine of those nine shots probably would have all nine hit of us. nine. Yeah, we would have been we would have been out after about three. I don't have that extra padding. Uh uh-uh. uh. Anyway, Artie's still alive. Artie, I hope you're doing well. I know that you don't listen to the show unless you're in Detroit right now working at one of the casinos and then spending the rest of the money that you make tonight at the casino. Let's go back to some music. I think my dog wants to go outside and run around. This is Detroit Riot on tapdetroit.com. I am Chris. Oland is here with us. We love all of you. We're glad you're tuned in. We're going to start set two with some mod music and this is the mod father Paul Weller with a song called Thinking of You Everybody Let me tell you about my love brought to me by an angel from above fully equipped with a lifetime guarantee once you try it Well, I'm sure that you'll agree Without love There's no reason to live Without you What would I do with the love I give? All my loving To you I'll be giving And I promise As long as I'm living I'm thinking of you And the things you do to me That make me love you Living in ecstasy I'm thinking of you And the things you do to me That make me love you Now I'm living in ecstasy All the times You make me glad that I'm alive Sharing together Helping me survive What did you think About the sun up today Will it see you Let me hear you say Without love There's no reason to live Without you What would I do With the love I give All my loving To you I'll be giving And I promise As long I'm living I'm thinking of you And the things you do to me That make me love you Now I'm living in ecstasy I'm thinking of you And the things you do to me That make me love you Now I'm living in ecstasy 
Pictures of Lily Lily, oh Lily
And that is Shine a Light on Detroit Ride. Tap Detroit.com by the band called BDI. BDI were an English rock band formed in 2009 by Liam Gallagher, the infamous Liam Gallagher. The guy who was as fast with his fists as he was with his microphones and his voices. He was the other brother of uh, Noel Gallagher and Oasis. BDI got together in 2009 when Oasis broke up. Noel Gallagher split the band, and the rest of the band decided not to quit making music together. Thus began BDI. Shine a Light is off of the 2013 album B. That's B-E. You can still find it. BDI itself split up in 2014. Kids, it's a bitch keeping a rock and roll band together. Brothers or not brothers, trust me. It's three, four, five men and women men or women men and men that uh, are not only in business together but it's like they're married it's not easy speaking of a band that beat each other up all the time the song before that was pictures of lily by the who now we can talk about this for a minute hold on a second uh pictures of lily was released in 1967 as a single it was written, of course, by the leader of the Who, Pete Townsend, who wrote 99.9% of the songs. Later, it was included on the Who compilation album, Meaty, Beady, Big, and Bouncy, which was their best-selling album up until that time. 
Townsend coined the term power pop when he used it to describe the song for the magazine, for the British magazine, NME. Therefore, was Pictures of Lily the first power pop song? Discuss amongst yourselves. What it was really about was about a boy's insomnia and his dad giving him a photo of a vaudeville star to sleep. Now, how would a photo of a half-dressed woman help a young teenage boy going through puberty to sleep? Townsend admitted years later. There you go. <laughs> Townsend admitted years later that Pictures of Lily was simply a ditty about masturbation. <laughs> I hear Mel in the background saying something about songs about masturbation. How many songs don't we know about out there that are actually about masturbation? Uh, uh, there's, there's a new wave song. I forget the name of the band, but it was called uh, Turning Japanese. I think I'm turning Japanese. I really think so. That was about masturbation. Cindy Lauper has a song. Not Girls Just Want to Have Fun, but another one. I'll wiki it for the next break, which was about masturbation. And then there was the uh, infamous or famous or... Is there a word between infamous and famous? I touch myself when I think of you. <laughs> which is about masturbation as well. We're going to list the ten top masturbation songs for you guys for the next break. In the meantime, the first song that we played at the beginning of the set was Paul Weller, The Mod Father, Thinking of You, from the uh, album Studio 150, Weller's seventh album, recorded in 2004 in a small Amsterdam studio called Studio 150, and it is a cover. My friend and uh, club DJ Mel Wonder and I figured that out, that it's a cover of Sister Sludge, Recorded in 1984, that became a huge hit in the UK. How do we know that? Because Mel Wonder uh, spins live at nightclubs. And the last Wednesday of every month, she spins sometimes with one guy, sometimes with two guys, sometimes with too many guys. A lot of times, <laughs> it's uh, always another guy. Mel's here. <laughs> hey, Mel. Hello. How you doing? Rioters. And we looked up that night, because uh, one uh, of her partners, or at least one of the DJs that night at Taproom. Taproom is on my side of town, the Far East side. Go there. I love that place, and I love all the people, so I'm giving them a free plug. Taproom is on. Great drinks. Yeah. Went to Faustine. Peace, Fa Peace, Faustine, if you're out there. Peace, Eric. Peace to Eric, and to Jeff, and to Christian, and everybody at Taproom. Um... What, what, what was your buddy's name that was playing the set? And I heard him doing the Sister Sludge cover. Oh, that's Jean-Francois. Yeah. And I, I knew that it was a soul band that did that song. Mm -hmm. But I didn't know who it was until he showed us the song. It yeah. was Sister Sludge. And then what Mel and I found out, ironically, recently, is that it was never a hit in the United States, even though Sister Sludge was obviously a U.S. soul act, uh, an all-women soul act in the 80s. He's the Greatest Dancer is another hit by them, too. What's it called? He's the Greatest Dancer. I don't know that. I'm going to look at You up. know that song. Oh, that one was a, probably a U.S. hit. As soon as I heard it, I'd know it. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Dig that. And 
That was just a hit in the UK, not here. I don't know why. It's I'm, a beautiful song. It's a gorgeous song. It's it's romantic. It's soulful. Maybe it was because it didn't have the um beats that in the 80s American radio was used to for yeah. soul music and for slash disco music at the time. Whatever it was called. Whatever they called dance music. It was basically kind of like disco to me. Disco with the more of an edge. I thought so too. R&B edge. And, and um... And lyrically, more of a, a romantic ballad. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. How you been now? I've been good. Just been chilling, working on a few things. Got a few things coming up. What you got coming up? Anything to plug? Um, yes. Before I, I forget to ask you. Yeah, yeah, before I forget to even say Remind anything. me. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, I'm going to be playing at the Michigan Glass Project on Saturday at 4 p.m., and also Where's that? It's going to be at the Russell Industrial Like uh, I forget what the name of the The room is But it's the room where uh, They have Dirty Show Or they had Dirty Show no. Exhibition Center Yeah Exhibition Center Russell Industrial uh, Kids is where we broadcast this show from Don't wear clothes Because it'll be 7,000 degrees where Yes it will be It's going to be hot. Saturday supposed to be as hot as tomorrow Yeah well, they're blowing glass. Yeah, that everywhere. day too. Oh, that helps. Yeah, that, <laughs> right. Yeah. So it's like it's sweltering. No, it feels like the devil is sitting right next oh, to you, hey. smoking. Okay, I get it. Yeah, don't wear a lot For of clothes, real. and that might make it a more fun party. <laughs> That's all right. Uh, Russell Industrial, just Google it. Everybody from Metro Detroit, it's real easy to find. We're here right now. It's in the middle of Detroit, for God's sakes. And then go ahead. That's that's Saturday at four. Saturday at four p.m. and at uh, Temple Bar on the 29th, I'm playing the a tribe called Quest versus Outcast show wow. with um, DJ Uncle Polly and DJ Bet. It's like it's gonna be a nice event. Like they're gonna, you know, like they have Prince versus Michael Jackson. They're gonna do, <laughs> you know, the Tribe Called Quest versus uh, Outcast. But they did do. And so you're just doing the version of the show that's Tribe Called Quest I'm versus o- Outcast, and then there's a different part of the show that's like Prince well, versus whoever. Well <laughs> I mean, it's like this half hour. Okay, kids, <laughs> this half hour it's Tribe Called Quest versus Outcast. A half hour from now, it's going to be Led Zeppelin versus The Who. Oh, wait, no. No one can dance to Led Zeppelin versus The Who. It's going to be Prince versus James Brown. And then after that, no, go ahead. I'm teasing you. I'm teasing you. Explain it to me. Go no, they, they did this party. And, like, they did another one for real versus um, Timberland. It was a, and it's, in, you know, in light of the party, or not party, but... What Mojo used to do, Prince versus Michael Jackson. So that's why they did this. I'm thinking that's why they did this party. You know what I mean? I got it. But yeah, I'm opening up for them. I can't play Outcast or Tribe, but I'm going to give them a good run for their money. You haven't been able to mix the two before? Have you oh, practiced? Oh, no, absolutely. I love both. Then we you know mean you mean? can't play them. I won't be able to, because they're going to play that part of the oh, show. Oh, I got you, I got you, I got what you're saying. Do you think in 2016, uh, Tribe's album, everybody out there listening to, I'm referring to an album by A Tribe Called Quest, they hadn't uh, recorded for quite some time, and one of their leaders and a brilliant um, lyricist and rapper and musician, Fife, had passed, 
by the time that the album was recorded and before it was released, um, and the album is called Thank You For Your Service. Do you think Thank You For Your Service was the best record of 2016? Uh, you know what? I I'm, was, not too, I'm not putting you on the spot. No, no, no. Believe me. I, it's okay. I don't really know. I just know that when I heard it, I played it a million times. Me too. You know what I mean? Me too. I played it like I, I would do. play. Yes. I played it like I would play any tribe, you know, album. And even though it felt like it felt weird, but it was really a great project. Every song, uh, every track was strength from strength. Um, I remember my first buddy, his name's Patrick, Patrick Griffith. I hope you're listening out there. Um, posted something on Facebook. Everybody was arguing about Donald Trump like we always do on social networking <laughs> and on Twitter and on Facebook. And he kind of broke up the arguments with, Well, Tribe's album is pretty good, isn't it? Oh, yeah. And so everybody, it was, it was like when it dropped. Mm-hmm. And so everybody went and listened to or got Tribe. Um, when the album first dropped, you couldn't download the entire album. They were smart with their marketing. You could download a couple songs. I forget which two tracks. It doesn't matter. I know one is We the People. And oh, God, that track is so good. It is. I don't know what the other one is because I got the the full one after that. Me too. Me too. I bought but it. Yes. And I don't, buy, I don't buy a lot of CDs now unless they're really important and they're CDs um, that have songs on them that I want to play here on this radio show. But I bought that right away. Um, the thing about that album too is I can complain and I well I'm old and cranky I'm the guy on the porch that complains and says stay off of my lawn I ain't gonna lie I will shoot you in your pinky right (laughs) (laughs) and I rack my shotgun (laughs) I complain that nobody's writing stuff about what's going on in the world right now in other words protest songs regardless of the genre of music and man I was wrong when that album hit because that whole album was about what's going on in the world and not necessarily just anger and um, uh, uh, negative vibes, but about peace and love and let's figure this out. That's yeah. how that's how I saw uh, Thank You For Your Service. Great album. I thought it was beautiful. All right, kids. Mel's here. Olin's here. Chris is here. Chloe's here. Gonna take a break right now. Nikki's uh, here. Nikki, oh, she Nikki, won't get on Nikki's the mic, here though. too. It's my BFF. My Nikki's your BFF from another Mister. Yes, <laughs> sister from another sister. <laughs> How you doing back there, Nikki? Oh. Just yell out, just yell out high as loud as you can. Go. Hi. See, there's Nikki. <laughs> All right, kids. Thanks for dialing in to Detroit Riot on tapdetroit.com and we're going to get back into the music with the UK's The Streets. Hello. Hello. My name's Terry and I'm a law abider. There's nothing I like more than getting fired up on beer. And when the weekend's here, I exercise my right to get paralytic and fight. Good broke fairly, but I get well leery when geezers look at me funny. Bounce them round like bunnies. I'm likely to cause mischief. Good clean grief, you must believe, and I ain't no thief. Law abiding and all, all legal. And who cares about my liver when it feels good? What you need some real manhood. Rasha, rasha, burning casher, putting people's backs up. Public disorder, I give you public disorder. I down eight pints and run all over the place. Spit in the face of an officer. See if that bothers you. Cause I never broke a law in my life. Someday I'm gonna settle down with a wife. 
on, lads, let's have another fight. My name's Tim and I'm a criminal. In the eyes of society, I need to be in jail for the choice of herbs I inhale. This ain't no wholesale operation. Just a few eights and some PlayStation's my vocation. I pose a threat to the nation. And down the station, the police hold no patience. Let's talk space and time. I like to get deep sometimes and think about Einstein and Carl Jung and old kung fu movies I like to see. Pass the hydrator, please. <sighs> yeah, I'm floating on thin air. Going to Amsterdam in the new year. Top gear there. Because I take pride in my hobby. Homemade bongs using my engineering degree. Dear leaders, please legalize weed for these reasons. Like I was saying to him, I told him, fuck with me and you won't live. So I smacked him in the head and downed another Carlin. Bada bada bing, full of that's light. Mad fight, his face is sad sight. Vodka and snake bite. Going out like a right geese. He's a twat. Shouldn't have looked at me like that. Anyway, I'm an upstanding citizen. If a war came along, I'd be on the front line with them. Can't stand crime either, them hooligans on heroin. Drugs and criminal, those thugs are the pinnacle of the downfall of society. I got all the anger pent up inside of me. No, I don't see why I should be the criminal. How can something with no recorded fatalities be illegal? And how many deaths are there per year from alcohol? I just completed Gran Turismo on the hardest setting. We pose no threat on my settee. Oh, the pizza's here. Will someone let him in, please? We didn't order chicken. Not a problem, we'll pick it out. I doubt they meant to mess us about. After all, we're all adults, not louts. As I was saying, we're friendly, peaceful people. We're not the ones out there causing trouble. We just sit in this hazy bubble with our quarters, discussing how beautiful Gail Porter is. MTV, BBC2, Channel 4 is on till 6 in the morning. Then 6 in the morning, the sun dawns and it's my bedtime. Causing trouble? You're stinking rabble, boys, saying I'm the lad who's spoiling it. You're on drugs. Really bugs me when people try and tell me I'm a thug. Just for getting drunk. I like getting drunk. I'm an upstanding citizen. If a war came along, I'd be on the front line with them. Now, Terry, you're repeating yourself. But that's okay, drunk people can't help that. A chemical reaction happening inside your brain causes you to forget what you're saying. What? I know exactly what I'm saying. I'm perfectly sane. You stinking student lame go get a job and stop robbing us of our taxes. Um, well, actually, according to research, government funding for further education pales in insignificance when compared to how much they spend on repairing dairy drunk people at the weekend. Casualty wards all over the land. Why are you cheeky little swine? Come here! I'm gonna batter you! Come here! Yes, boss. Yes, boss. Yes, boss. Yes, boss. Police in helicopter. I search for marijuana. Policemen in the streets. Searching for Cali in the field burning the Kaliweed but if you continue to burn up the herbs we gonna burn down the cane fields if you continue to burn up the herbs we gonna burn down the cane fields soldier in the herb field burning the Kaliweed police in helicopter Marijuana, policemen in the streets searching for Cali weed. But if you continue to burn up the herbs, we gonna burn down the cane field. If you continue to burn up the herbs, we gonna burn down the cane field.
marijuana Policemen in the streets Searching for Cali weed Policemen in the field Burning the Cali weed But if you continue to burn up the herbs We gonna burn down the cane fields If you continue to burn up the herbs We gonna burn down the cane fields your banana we don't trouble your corn we don't trouble your pimento we don't trouble you at all so if you continue to burn up the herbs we gonna burn down the cane fields if you continue to burn up the herbs we gonna burn down the cane fields if you continue to burn up the herbs we gonna burn down the cane fields If you continue to burn up the herbs We gonna burn down the cane fields Police in helicopter I search for marijuana Policemen in the streets Searching for Halloween Policemen in the fields, oh yo, burning the Cali weed. But if you continue to burn up the herbs, we gonna burn down the cane fields. If you continue to burn up the herbs, we gonna burn down the cane fields.
for when you know me can lose In my garden, me pick the fruit that me choose Fruit juice, in my glass you know me can't lose Take away my worry, my stress and my blues Fruit juice Yo, 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 welcome to Detroit, Ryan Very nice Nice, that's Snoop That is Snoop when he came back from Jamaica Snoop Lion Snoop Lion, it's the first time he <laughs> called himself Snoop Lion instead of Snoop Dogg Oh wow you know, the Rastas look at uh, Americans and Westerners calling um, ourselves and themselves dogs mm-hmm. as, why would you call yourself a dog? Yeah. Rastas believe in calling yourself a lion, the king of the jungle. Why would you be? I love my little dog, but <laughs> that's the way they think. Um, I remember when I was very young, there was a story about Bob Marley and the Whalers in Rolling Stone. And at the end of the article, the writer said, Regardless of what you think of reggae or Bob Marley or what you've learned from this article, the best advice I can give you is never ask a Rastafari about his religion because you will not understand the answer. (laughs) (laughs) So I leave it at that with Snoop Dogg. No, absolutely. (laughs) That's Nobody understands that. No, no, I don't. (laughs) That's called fruit juices. I'm going to talk about white people wearing dreads in a minute because I read Uh that this week. Hold on. Uh Uh-oh. Mel goes, "Uh uh-oh. Fruit Juices by Snoop Line. Yes, when he returned from Jamaica, 2013 was the name of the album, was Reincarnated. That was Snoop's first album when he came back from Jamaica, and he got into the Rastafari lifestyle. He respected some of the Rastas that he met there, and of course, Snoop probably likes what the Rastas use for their religion more than he liked uh, some of the Rastafari music itself. He has since changed his name to Snoop Dogg again, but that's just my uh, assumption. And when we make assumptions, we make asses out of you and me before that. As, we long, as, as long as he doesn't call himself the artist formerly known formerly as Snoop Lion. Known as Snoop Lion. <laughs> that would be hilarious. That, that would be tough. I saw Snoop the last time he played. Uh, it was not too long ago at Masonic. Did any of you guys go? I didn't go to that show. I wanted to go. I saw a show that was not so good, but please talk about your show. Um, yeah, uh, I'll tell you about this show. Yeah, I was at Masonic, and I was kind of surprised because I had heard about several of his shows that weren't very professional and that he would show up late. He's a terrible DJ. He is a very terrible DJ. Is he? He didn't DJ at all on this he show. He DJed at the end of Movement, I Uh-oh. believe it was um, a year or a couple of years ago, and it was absolutely terrible. I mean, I don't know. What what was bad? Uh, I mean, he couldn't a BPM. He couldn't. We always no, talk about he, matching yes, BPMs or he, what. He did not match anything, and he played from what from like a a, a hip hop song to like an eighty song. Ah, so you know not what I mean? even not even a good um, flow no. of songs. No, 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 not even like. I, if I had friends in my genre, in like in a DJ world where it's like unbelievable, he could touch anybody. I would never be that bad. <laughs> <laughs> I f- I feel you. You know, Snoop's very rich, and he's got people around him oh, that absolutely. are going to be yes people, just like very rich politicians. And so, if he wants to um, DJ, I guess they're going to say go ahead and DJ. But there's a big difference between a guy who can come up with some very interesting rhymes, which he's done his entire career, absolutely, and be a real interesting stage performer. And I think that's Snoop's thing more than anything else is he's an interesting frontman. He is, and like a like Doggy Style came out, that was an absolute classic. 
absolutely precisely and the sales obviously went through the roof we're talking about 20 million and plus in sales but i've never heard the cat uh dj and you can't just go out there and dj no you can't I, i remember when i was in a band and i um i was the lead singer right um i played bass but i played bass horribly so i never played bass on stage and for a couple of the songs i said hey let me try to play um tom toms on stage so at least I'll look like I'm doing something, mm-hmm. right? Kind of like uh, Steven Tyler or Mick Jagger yeah. um, doing the, um, what's that round thing with the tambourine. bells? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Mick Jagger will do the tambourine or, or the harmonica, so at least it'll look like he's playing something. Yeah. Man, I brought these tom-toms up. I had no idea what the ba- what the beat was. <laughs> I had the drummer looking at me and making faces. Oh, no. I had the bass player jabbing me in the ribs with the end (laughs) of his bass guitar. Exactly. I never did that again. I would have been as big as Snoop Dogg, Snoop Lion, if I never would have brought out those goddamn tom-toms. Damn (laughs) tom-toms. Police in a helicopter came before that by a true Rastafarian, John Holt, who was born in uh, Jamaica. Uh, John Holt was a reggae singer and songwriter from Jamaica. He was born in 47. He died just a few years ago in 2014. He started with a great ska uh, rock steady band called the Paragons. Police in a Helicopter obviously is a song about um, the authorities looking for the protagonist of the song's ganja plants <laughs> in Jamaica. Yeah. Talking about ganja versus uh, alcohol. Sometimes Olin and I will talk about this amongst ourselves. Sometimes we'll bring it up on the show. <laughs> What's better for society, uh, ganja or alcohol? And the song before that is a UK song called The Irony of It All by The Streets. The Streets were Mike Skinner's uh, band. Mike Skinner was a British hip-hop artist, and that was his first project. And the song The Irony of It All is a discussion between two people. Uh, one of them is a law-abiding, alcohol-consuming yob. Uh, yob is like a English term for the bro culture, mm-hmm. right? Um, who calls himself an upstanding citizen because he drinks alcohol and alcohol's legal. And the discussion is with another character called Tim. They're both Mike Skinner rapping. And Tim is a, quote, criminal cannabis smoker because weed is still illegal in the uk right wow really <laughs> yes How? So unless you have a um a prescription okay. there's no so, recreation i mean weed. those um those places that are in amsterdam amsterdam's way different Yep. Okay. That's why so many people go to Amsterdam because uh, they can do what they it's want. legal yeah. and it's legal and it's legal tourist wise. In this song, the irony means that, and if we think about it, uh, and again, all and I have talked about this a million times, the amount of violence and deaths, like in car crashes mm-hmm. or in um, domestic violence cases that are wrapped up in alcohol. I believe that. Compared with people that smoke some weed, 
it's not even uh, negligible the numbers the difference you just fall asleep yeah it's like hungry happy sleepy (laughs) yeah i don't think any i don't think there's a case in the united states if anybody out there has has got one you can prove us wrong you can call us at 313-429-0801 of somebody that smoked a joint and then beat up their spouse to death I can probably pull up about 10 million of somebody <laughs> that drank a bottle of Jack Daniels. Say it again. Say it again. Say it again. And I don't even smoke. That's uh, Jimmy from 5XL before he was no longer on 5XL. Why? He was talking to a guest that tried to shoot him. Oh, wow. <laughs> he pulled his gun out. No. <laughs> What did he say wrong to his guest? No, the guest... The, 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 the guest... He, say it again. I don't know. The dude came up here with an acoustic That guitar. really is the tape? That's not a drop from the internet? No, no. That's, that's, from, that's from here. here. That's from here. That's classic. <laughs> very, very classic. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love Jimmy. It was hilarious. And hilarious. This was on Tony's show. Play, me and Tony were like, whoa, Jimmy, put the gun away. Play the say it again one more time. Say it again. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, because you can hear Tony going, oh. <laughs> no, it sounds like it's drama in the background of that. There was some drama there. Chloe, <laughs> the, the guest Chloe was you just... didn't bring your 380 with you, did you, in case oh. Mel pisses you off? Where you at? Oh, no, 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 no. I'm not going to piss off Chloe. <laughs> yeah, I'm the, 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 the guest just made a sarcastic comment. Jimmy pulled his gut out and slammed it on the table. The irony, though, is that it was pointed at me because Jimmy's <laughs> sitting where that green mic is. How and I'm like, hey, bro. Say it again. Because <laughs> people get reckless. He, yeah, he just... They don't know how to have discussions. And they I ain't gonna lie. I will shoot you in your pinky. <laughs> that is hilarious. There's a drop that Stern uses. I'm going to find it uh, during this set, and I'll bring it up the next set. But it has, it, it has something to do with the exact same thing. And I've seen it happen on social networking, and I'm sure you guys have too. When you're having a discussion about something, especially these days when it comes to politics, because we're so polarized, and um, if somebody's a Trumpster, it often when they Trumpster. when they lose the discussion, <laughs> which they always do, uh, they listen. Nobody nobody that's a Trumpster ever won a, um, a a debate class. When they lose, they descend right away into either threats or um, just calling people names. I've had probably six times in my life on social networking having political discussions. Um, Trumpsters. Uh, descend into threatening me and threatening my life, sending me their address and their phone number. Well, why would they do that? That's, I mean, that's just because they're savages. Because they lost. Well, because they lost the discussion and they're they're really frustrated at that point. They're you savages. I don't understand. But it'll go away soon, though. I hope so. Not soon enough, though. And there's no doubt about that. The rest of us all hang in there. Yeah. We are at a Detroit Riot, Russell Industrial Center, Detroit, Michigan. This is a lovely city. We are in the middle of our third renaissance. Come and visit us. We're going to chill out right now. This is a mosh called Sleep Rules Everything Around Me by Rugazi. The New York Times side Staying alive was no job Had second hands Moms bounced on old men So then we moved to Shallon land A young youth You're rocking the gold tooth Low goose Only way I begin to G-York Was drug loot Unless started like this son Rolling with this one And that one Pulling out gats for fun 
was just the dream for the team who was a fiend. Started smoking wools at 16 and running up big gates and doing it for high stakes, making my way off fire escapes. No question, I was speed for cracks and weed. The combination made my eyes bleed. No question, I would flow off and try to get the door off. Sticking up right, boys, a war court. My life got no better. Same damn low sweater. Times is rough and tough like leather. Figured out I went the wrong route. So I got with a sick tight click and went all out. Catching keys from cross seas. Rolling in MPVs. Every week we made 40 G's. Yo, brothers, respect mine. I ain't gonna take now.
for the true story. Start wearing back. Cut those gypsies off. Those damn gypsies. You see, gypsies Whoops. will uh, start their music, sell their goods, pick your pocket, whether it's their time to do it or not. That's what gypsies do, Owen. See? Oh, geez, see? What is going on here? What's going on with those gypsies, see? I, I, I kind of like it as I'm, I'm talking about the gypsies. It, you can do that again. I'm 50% uh, gypsy. Can you can you do the gypsy thing again for a quick second? <laughs> no, no, no. Don't do that. I want his vocals. <laughs> Dude, a buddy, of mine, a buddy of mine, Kenny Z, uh, his girlfriend at the time, she's over in uh, Europe. And she's by herself doing this European trip, right? A uh, woman traveling by herself. Um, what a dope. wonderful adventure. Yeah. And she's in France, and everybody um, warned her, when you go to France, be careful about these gypsies. My people are real. <laughs> right? Oh, no, they hustlers. Gypsy. You think he's a gypsy or what? Come on now. No, they hustlers. Right, too. Right. So um, she didn't pay any attention, and she thought they'd be silly because everybody there was all nice and everything's clean. And she's from Detroit and stuff, right? And she's in a store in France on the Chante Louise, however you pronounce it. And a gypsy stole her purse. But here's what's cool: the French store owner locked the door, which meant that Nancy, Kenny's girlfriend. And the gypsy were locked in the store, called the cops until the cops came there, and the police arrested the gypsy. Now, does that mean that the gypsy was put out of business? <laughs> Absolutely not. I doubt it. All right. They probably know. We're about to listen to some gypsy music from New York City. In the meantime, what we just heard was a song called Speed by Ray Light Show. The Ron Ray Light Show, a pretty rare 1960s garage rod track. It was one of the uh, Pebbles. Pebbles was a label that would uh, release garage bands from America. Most of these uh, cats, most of the bands would be one-off guys. They weren't signed to major labels. They'd have 145 here or there. Pebbles was a label that would collect those 45s and release a bunch of different volumes. That's volume 16. It was released in 1985. That was really dope. It's a great song. It's uh, That's when these cats were psychedelic. Right. They were one-off. They weren't um, playing for any uh, record label. They weren't playing for anybody but themselves. And they were heavily, heavily into whatever alterations, let's say. Mind alterations? No word. <laughs> <laughs> that they were into. We're right? into dreaming. That's what's up. <laughs> Dig it. I'll give you some trivia on that. Ooh. Bob Shannon was a radio DJ before our time, but anybody who's like 50 or 60 or over, and if they're from the East Coast, or even this guy's uh, show was um, networked all across the country. Who's the name again? Bob Shannon was his name. He was a radio DJ known for his work on um, WCBS, which was the CBS radio station that fired Howard Stern. Oh, wow. In the movie Private Parts. Private Parts. You got it, darling. Yeah. And this cat's name was Bob Shannon, and he was one of the most uh, famous guys from that radio station. He was the writer of that crazy hippie acid song 
that we just heard called Speed by <laughs> Ron Ray Light Show. He did not use his own name on the credits, Ron, though. Wait a minute. <laughs> right? <laughs> Mel's going to try to figure that out as oh, I tell you the yes. rest of the songs. <laughs> Before that was the 1970 by the Stooges. 1970 by Iggy and the Stooges. They were just called the Stooges at the time. From the greatest rock album ever released, in my humble opinion, in the United States of America, 1970's Funhouse on Electra Recordings. Electra signed the Stooges for a mere $6,000. Oh, wow. Yeah. Damn it. Damn. Really? Listen, listen, Mel, we could talk for hours and hours and hours about Iggy Pop and the Stooges and their influence, and that'd take an entire show, and maybe we'll do that uh, someday. Um, this winter, I had a two really special wonderful nights downtown in detroit one was at the dia at the detroit film theater mm-hmm. um there was the premiere of a movie a documentary called gimme danger by the director jim jarmusch and it was about the stooges right and it was the premiere and who was there to talk about the movie before they showed the movie iggy pop and the director jim jarmusch no, and word to the Detroit th- Film Theater. Uh, they have some great people that were in direction of that. Oh, it's so wonderful. Everything, everybody out there, if you've never been to the DFT, to the Detroit Film Theater, and you just don't have something to do on a weekend or you're looking for something to do, you're not blowing a weekend by going to the DFT. They have the best stuff. Um, I've always had the best time. I've never seen a movie there where I've said, I wasted my time watching that. But you know how many times I've been to commercial theaters and left after spending $20, $30 and said, oh, my God. That's about how I felt about 15 minutes in the Batman vs. Superman. I don't even know (laughs) what that movie is. Remember when they were filming it here, though? Oh. You remember that nightmare? I do remember that. I was telling Mel about that this morning. What a nightmare it was. Oh, kids, that was a few years ago during the summer. My unbridled hatred for Ben Affleck. Ugh. I told you guys all about the fact that there were these big boats, yachts. <laughs> there were old yachts that were docked in the parking lot, so I could not park my 1986 Monte Carlo SS. Yes, I have one, and I love her and almost as much really, as I love my really dog. Dope. Really dope. <laughs> Dude, I couldn't park the car. The cops would make us, and these aren't even private security people. I could understand if this was um, private security people from the movie studio mm-hmm. saying you got to move the car down, but these were police, Detroit police. Yeah. And I had, to, I had to move the car. It was a good mile away, right? So I did what I had to do to do my radio show. My radio show was over. I'm tired. I'm a little hungover. I just <laughs> want to get back to my Monte Carlo. And I'm and seeing... take it to the crib. Yep. And I'm seeing now that the reason that all these dumb boats are up on these hoists are because they're making a movie. I made movies for about three or four years when I uh, got, t- got tired of working on AT&T, so I understood what a set was. And this poor young kid, they were in the middle of a shot, Mel. They were shooting. Uh-huh. It was live. So you see the lights, and you hear the sound, yeah. and people are moving. And this poor young kid, who's just a PA, a production assistant, has a... a little speaker on and uh all of his uh uh id mm-hmm. and he's he, he tries to stop me 
And, and the poor kid's like 22 years old. Uh, he weighs, he a, weighs baby. a buck 20, wet, right? Yeah. Here I am, Green. you know, 40 something year old man, <laughs> 210 pounds, six foot one. Poor little guy. I'm all tattooed with a bull. We got the roach for Medical Mondays in the house. <laughs> Thank you. That won't help me. I don't smoke. Anyway, the poor kid, he's like, Sir, you can't walk through the set. Sir, you have to walk all the way around, which would have made me, guys, I'm not lying, walk another two miles to get back to my car after doing my radio show. Oh, yeah. That's a long walk. Uh-huh. Chris, I, said, I kept walking through that. <laughs> I'm sure you did. I said to this kid, me. I go, little buddy, call my agent. And I gave him my agent's card, and I kept walking. And he saw him get on his little uh, walkie-talkie, and he explains what the problem is and that he can't stop me. And you hear this sound, and it's like this. Awooga! Awooga! What that meant was they shut down the set. Oh, damn. All, all the lights went off. <laughs> Everybody's in panic. And here's your friend Chris walking through with Chloe. Straight to the other building so I can get to my goddamn car and not be bothered by these people. Just starting shit. That's what's up. Oh, no. <laughs> Just the, trying to get back to my car because you don't owe me. The Russell shutdown was more fun than that movie. I swear to God. <laughs> and then I went and watched the movie and it was the most serious, boring movie I've ever seen. Uh, blow me with the, with the Tarzan type shit. <laughs> Tarzan, Batman, whatever it was. Before that, that we heard so another garage band called the Herms. The Herms are so unknown that we barely could find anything about them. The name of the song was Record Machine. Uh, they sound like a cross uh, between 1980s post-punk bands and... That was dope, too. Yeah, it, it was a great sound. Uh, Joy Division and Bauhaus of the 80s and the 60s garage rock bands. Actually, it was uh, released in 2006. And it was on a label called Jack Pine Social Club Label. So if you guys like that song and you're looking for it, the name of the band is The Herms. The name of the song was Record Machine. It's on Jack Pine Social Club Label, released in 2006. Before that, we started the set was shot down by an original 1960s garage rock band called The Sonics. The Sonics were from Tacoma, Washington. They formed in 1960. Shot Down was released as a single in 1965 on the Etiquette label. It's a B-side to Don't Be Afraid of the Dark, which some of us have heard on really goofy black and white horror movies. <laughs> what time is it? Uh, we got about 24 minutes left. Yeah, man. Well, let's keep going with the music. Um, that one, Wu-Tang track, what was that? Which one? The Wu-Tang one. Wugazi. Wugazi. Oh yeah, 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 Wugazi. What do you? I wanted to ask you guys that. We got a little bit of time. What do you, Mel? What do you think, Olin, of uh, mashups? Because that's Wugazi, which is a mashup between a punk rock band that I grew up with, Fugazi, and Wu Tang Clan that I grew up with, and they mashed them together. Okay, where is? Uh, what do you think about mashups? I love. I actually like them if they work. You know what I mean? Um, I remember hearing. The really like uh, I guess kind of mainstream mashup person, which is a uh, girl talk. You got I'm, me. You got me. Kid. No, but he he mixes the absolute wildest things together, and like some of them I'm like, huh, but some of them they really work, and 
the track it's called Fugazi, the the band that you like. Yeah, the punk band was. Uh, Where are they, they from? Uh, Washington D.C. They started off. Uh, the meet the lead singer's name is uh, Ian McKay. He started. How long off, ago? Uh, he started off with a band called Minor Threat in the early '80s, okay. and then Fugazi probably started in 1986. And the guy who mashed this up, I don't even know this guy. His it's name dope. is. Um, He's a producer and a rapper, Cecil Otter. Otter, mm, not you familiar. Never heard of him? Not familiar, but know. that's dope. But the the band Fugazi, like that, the music kind of reminded me of the group called Air. I remember Air, Air, uh, the French, mm-hmm. the French band Air. Oh, mm-hmm. I loved Air. Air, uh, my favorite album by Air was um, Supply. Is that the Surfing on the Rocket joint? Yep. Oh, that's yeah, that's good I like stuff. That. But um, mashups, I guess, are like a hit or miss. You can really uh, release something that is just junk mm-hmm. because you found two artists that you like and somehow you can make them, uh, I mean, you, like, you know, be like putting garlic in mashed potatoes, I no, guess. No, absolutely. I, I mean, I remember when DJ Premier got with Limp Bizkit one time and I thought that was a really ill combination. Was but it actually worked. You liked it? Yeah, it was good. I mean, if I may, I really like uh, dance hall Oh yes. Like it doesn't even matter what song you know they take the lyrics from and they just put a hard dance hall beat on there. That's ridiculous to me. I love that. Every real Jamaican dance hall. Yes, every time. Introduce our new uh, friend here, Romeo the Roach Antonio. (laughs) Romeo the Roach Antonio from Medical Mondays on TabDetroit.com. You know, no matter what we um, pull up when we do a show on um, Tab Detroit, when we put TabDetroit.com. Medical Mondays always pops up. <laughs> yeah, curious, isn't it? <laughs> That's okay by me. I'm they're they're, they're making show. they're making the big bucks, right? They're, oh. ma- they're making the big money. Yeah, I want a new contract. <laughs> Where's my agent? I ain't gonna lie. I will shoot you in your pinky. Did you add the shoot you in your pinky part? No. no. The other part, he's that just that. No, I ain't going to lie, I'm going to shoot all, you. That's all for me. I ain't going to lie, I'm going to shoot you in your pinky toe. It's a full thing, but somebody else, it was either me or Rich was speaking over it, so I had to cut it to pinky. Okay, I got you. <laughs> all right, kids. Glad to have you all here. Glad to have all the listeners here. Glad to have all the friends here. A couple of listeners I'll give shout outs to. We'll see if I can remember you. I did not write your name down. Uh, Frank is listening. Debbie is listening. Stephanie is listening. Um, Linda is listening. Sally is listening. Um, you know what? A whole bunch of people are listening, and we are really glad that you guys are here. We love you here at uh, Detroit Riot Tap Detroit.com, broadcasting from the middle of the Detroit. And now we're going to get to that gypsy music that we were talking about. <laughs> this is from New York City, Gogo Bordella with. Start wearing purple. Start wearing purple, wearing purple. Start wearing purple for me now. All your sanity and wits, they will all vanish. I promise. It's just a matter of time. So, yeah.
know you since you were a 20 I was 20 And thought that some years from now A purple little little lady Will be perfect For dirty old and useless clown So yeah! All from Diogenes to the Foucault From Lozhetskin to Passepartout And I clenched myself two fingers What are you? What music was played? I'm not going to I was sleeping in the sand with some dreams in my head that were causing an extension to the tail of my bed. And the waves were revolving like the curves on the legs of that sweet beach pillow with a centerfold spread. In the midst of the slumber, I heard some footsteps are creeping, and I woke to discover the woman I've been dreaming. She knelt down beside, said, Can I share your pillow? I rolled over and I said, Well, hello. hello. 
it on TV, that's a little strange If you're asking me, cause I like to eat and laugh and f***ing play Then all these other things I know Well, hello, hello That's Halo Halo by the Cat Empire. It's an Australian ska jazz band. They were formed in 2009. That's the first single from the 2003 debut album, eponymously titled The Cat Empire. Before that, New York City's Gogo Bordello, sung and written by Gypsy Punk King of Lower Manhattan, Eugene Hutz. The band's second single, recorded in 2006. Hutz talks about the song and said, It was the only song I ever wrote for a girl. I just moved in together in New York City and a neighbor lady down the building dressed in purple head to toe. So I wrote a love song to my new girlfriend called Start Wearing Purple. We're about to start ending our show, ladies and gentlemen of Detroit Riot on tapdetroit.com. Thank you so much for joining us. We're going to end with a couple Detroit bands that just got us uh, these very recent tracks. We hope to be able to come in and say goodbye to you at the end of the night. I think that we will have time. The first one, we're going to get right into it right now, is by a Celtic rock band. A friend of mine called uh, Gerard, named Gerard Smith. The name of this band is Bill Grogan's Goat. And the name of this new track on Detroit Riot, tapdetroit.com, is The Burning of Cork.
67 Riot is a brand new release by a personal hero of mine and a personal friend. The rock and roll gentleman's name is Mike Skill. He's from The Romantics, which is a um, power punk and a punk rock band that started in Detroit in the late 70s. And they have been rocking and rolling and making hits and selling songs to commercials and movies and TV shows and touring the world ever since. They're a full-time band. They're very successful. They're wonderful people. And the best member of the band is Mike Skill, a personal friend of mine. He just released this 45. Um, you're going to have to look for it. I'm sure you can download it on any How do you get the, the 45? What are, what, what are the best download services these days? iTunes and what else? Um, yeah, iTunes is what I use. You know what I mean? Do you use anything besides iTunes? Only? Um, I just use iTunes. Jay-Z's I guess Spotify some and noise t- with title. Tidal. Yeah, you know, Spotify. I use Pandora. And Pandora. Pandora. They, can, they can find it and um, listen to it. If they want to buy it, I think that the only one that I know of uh, commercially to buy would be iTunes. But what about the actual 45? Is that available? Uh, the 45 is available. If somebody wants to know how to find the 45, here's where I'm going to point them. Um, Mike, that's M-I-K-E, Skill, S-K-I-L-L, on Facebook. Mike has his own Facebook page. Word. This is his first solo release after being with the Romantics since... How many years back is that? I, I suck at math. 1979 till now? I was. Go, Mel. I thought it was 77 or 78. Uh, you're right. It's actually 77. And it's 2017, so that makes the math easy. I'm counting <laughs> on you. 30. 30? No. 40. Yeah. <laughs> See? Oh, damn. I also suck at math. I can program a computer, but I'm bad at math. <laughs> How does that work? I don't know. I I, I can spell... Uh, Idiot genius. <laughs> Thanks. No, man. that's two different words. <laughs> that's one word. I can spell... I forgot what the longest uh, word is in the English dictionary, but I can spell it. I just forgot what it is right now. I'll oh, get back wow. to you guys in a couple that of minutes. so funny. <laughs> anyway, get a hold of Mike. Uh, Mike Skill on his Facebook page and you can find a way to um, buy that single because that's a great question by Mel and thanks for asking. Otherwise, it is available on iTunes. Um, We're lucky enough to have it simply because Mike's a friend of mine. It just dropped. It was just released this week. Nice. um, And Mike sent it to our show. So he should have plenty of 45s, maybe? Yeah, absolutely. Maybe. Without a doubt. No, absolutely. Um, The irony about this and um, what's cool or not cool i'm not sure what the adjective is to put on it but what's interesting Mm -hmm. is that the song is about the 1967 detroit riots the name of this radio show is detroit riot we're talking about the same thing he's singing about the same thing that my show's about that many of my songs i program to have to do with what happened in the 67 riots um some it started in July 23rd of 1967, well before you were born, Mel. Yeah. In Detroit. People also called it um, the Detroit 12th Street, 12th Street Uprising. So it depends on where you're coming from politically, whether you call it the 67 riots or the 12th Street Uprising. And that's, dif- that's important to think about as we look at what happened 40 years ago. Thank you for the math, Owen. 40 years ago. <laughs> 
and hope that this does not happen again in our beloved city or any American city. What happened back then? Governor Rahm... Well, first of all, let's go even be first. Why did it start? There was a simple um, blind pig that was busted mm-hmm. by the police. It was common for the blind poli- for the uh, police to bust uh, blind pigs at the time. Why? Because they shake them down, right? Mm-hmm. So at this time, who, whatever cast were running this blind pig got tired of being shaken down. It's like being shaken down by the mob. And sooner or later, you're going to say, I ain't paying. If, yeah. if you don't pay, yeah. then you got to deal with... Consequences. Precisely. Repercussions. You got it. What it turned into is the violence got so extreme and horrible that Governor Romney who today would Mm. be looked at as a moderate Republican, um, sent in the National Guard (laughs) to an American city. First time that happened. Yeah, my sister says she remember the tanks going up on Grand River, going down the street. All of our families remember some half of it here or there. Um, The president, Lyndon Baines Johnson, sent in the 82nd and the 101st Airborne to do what? To kill Americans. There was no foreign occupiers in the Detroit riot, right? Um, what was the result? 43 people died. 1,189 people were injured. Over 7,200 people were arrested. Only in the history of the United States, only in the history of the United States, were two uprisings, two riots worse. The first one was 1863, what was called the New York Draft Riots. Wow. That was a bunch of Irish people that just landed in New York, Mm. fleeing the potato famine in Ireland. And when they got here, somebody from America handed them a rifle and said, you're going down to uh, North Carolina to fight. To fight who? (laughs) These Irish people said, I came here to start a new life. What are you talking about? That's my wife and my daughter over there. What? 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 So a riot started then. And then um, the other riot was the riot that we're all familiar with, uh, the 1972 L.A. riots. So those only those two terrible uprisings in our country resulted in more people dying than the 1967 Detroit riots. And as we call this show Detroit Riot, we're not calling it Detroit Riot to um, try to be cool or tough or bring up a, um, a violent thing that men should get down on with each other about how, <laughs> how tough this is. <laughs> Right? We're really not. (laughs) We're trying to say, hey, man, pay attention. Uh, Because we don't want a reboot of it. Right? No, absolutely not. Am I missing anything? I don't know. I think every Trump-American disagrees with you. (laughs) There's going to be less and less and less of them. (laughs) Praise Jesus. It is 11 o'clock. It's actually (laughs) 11.04. That means we're done. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. I missed a couple people that did uh, clock in and say hello. Uh, Gerard's one of them and a bunch of other folks as well. Um, Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We're going to be here again two weeks from now. Detroit Riot. TapDetroit.com. And um, you got the date on that by any chance, Olin? You got a calendar in front of you? 
Hold on. J- uh, July 25th. Yes. Okay, the July 25th show is going to be dedicated to Garage Rock and a Garage Rock festival that is coming to Detroit on August uh, 5th or 6th. One of those two. So it's going to be a big Garage Rock show. It's going to be about Detroit again because everything we do is about Detroit. We're way past time. Good night. We love you from Detroit Riot, Russell Industrial. TapDetroit.com. Detroit Riot. I was a young man. I carried my pack. And I lived the free life of a rover From the Murray's Green Basin to the dusty outback I waltzed my Matilda all over Then in 1915 my country said son It's time to stop rambling Cause there's work to be done So they gave me a tin hat And they gave me a gun And they sent me away to the war And the band played waltzing Matilda as we sailed away from the Kai And amidst all the tears And the shouts and the cheers We sailed off for Gallipoli How well I remember that terrible day When the blood stained the sand and the water And how in that hell That they call Sovlevay We were butchered like lambs At the slaughter Johnny Turkey was ready He primed himself well He showered us with bullets And he rained us with shells And in five minutes flat He'd blown us all to hell Nearly blew us right back to Australia And the band played waltzing Matilda As we stopped to bury our slain and we buried ours And the Turks buried theirs And it started all over again Now those who were living Did their best to survive In that mad world of death, blood and fire And for seven Long weeks I kept myself alive All the corpses around me Pile higher Then a big Turkish shell Knocked me arse over tits 